Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Here we go. It's hour two of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Time for Zach Wolchuk to deliver the NFL news of the day. And here's Zach. Coaching news is fast and furious right now. We did have uh, about an hour ago the update that Vic Fangio would be mutually parting ways with the Miami Dolphins and Adam Schefter reporting that it seems as though the Philadelphia Eagles were set to hire him as their new defensive coordinator deal would be expected soon was a part of the organization last year with Filthy, and that makes sense. You play the Cowboys twice a year, and that Dick Fangio defense has given Dak Prescott some issues over the past when he was with Denver, and then, of course, most recently this past season against the Dolphins on the road in Miami. We also have news. Boomer Esiason reporting on his morning show today that it's a lock. Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator, is going to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. Now, that's not official. This is just Boomer reporting from his sources. He believes it is a lock that Ben Johnson's going to Washington. So that's another new coach within the division. Then and how, how worried should we be about that? I mean, there, there's there's Shanahan coaching tree stuff in there, but it's like a really slight twice removed type of deal, right? Yeah. Where they worked together once back in the day. Had a little cup of coffee. You know, I, I, I think at some point the Shanahan coaching tree is going to branch out and other people are going to study it, how to teach it. Yeah. And there will be other coaching trees basically coming off of, mm. you know, what, what he is doing. And I, I think Ben Johnson might be a piece of that. So that actually does give me some anxiety with him going to Washington. You know, I was hoping they would, you know, rely on an old crusty figure yeah. from the past. Be nice, you know, go, uh, go a retread route. But. Yeah. And he, and he's really been a Dan Campbell guy. Uh, ben Johnson, it was like Boston college. And then he worked with the dolphins when Dan Campbell was there. And remember Campbell was the interim head coach for the dolphins yeah. at one point for a stretch. Sure. And, uh, and so Ben Johnson was there and then he went to Detroit and started as the offensive quality control uh, in 2019 so and it's then just the start of the Dan Campbell so tree. This might be, I guess, this is this is the Dan Campbell tree, uh, or this is, yeah, I mean, this is the Dan Campbell tree, and maybe Ben Johnson will start his own branch that feels like a Shanahan type branch at some point here uh, in the coming years. We'll see what Detroit does, you know, promoting from within, perhaps, or where do they go to replace him? But yeah, he is. He seems like one of these young offensive guys that if you're if you're a team in need for a head coach, that's that's sort of the archetype. We'll see if it works out. You never know with these things. There, there's so much more. You can be a brilliant play caller, play designer, whatever. That doesn't mean you're going to end up being a good head coach. Yeah. So, or maybe he's got all those other quality twos, and and you know, and he's he's going to be a a head coach stud. But this is what, if I was a Commanders fan, I'd be like, hey, this is the type of guy I want to go for. We'll see if he works, but it yeah. seems like the process here was right, right where it should be. And I think it'll depend really on who they take. Well, they've got they've got a lot of picks and they've got a lot of cap space, so they can make their team they could turn that thing around pretty. But it's it's a big job. I mean, you know, the, here you got the the uh, the, general, the new general manager has that San Francisco roots, so you know that's going to be an aggressive type of an approach. Uh, the when it comes to building the team, they're mm. gonna it's going to be about uh, you know when you interview guys, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to draft you players, but 
you got to tell me uh you got to tell me the type of guy you want you know they'll they they don't they don't care about the the cost of running backs and things like that you know if you if you prove to them the 49ers that you can you know they bring your players they're going to coach them up and they're going to find ways to do it that's the thing that i fear that all of a sudden they kind of fear they've got some talented players especially at skill those wide receivers and stuff are for the commanders, for the commanders, and then and they've got legitimate with Robinson. They got a legitimate back. I think their thing is that to me, who they hire as their defensive coordinator, and how much are they willing to just uh, take this draft and try and do the best they can to get a quarterback first, and then go get defensive pieces because that clearly is where they need to go. And I would think if you're one of these young quarterbacks being drafted at the top, that's a place that now is super desirable. Well, you're like, at least I know my offense is going to be legit. I mean, maybe this yeah. guy sucks as a head coach and the defense sucks or whatever, but my offense, I'm going to have a guy nurturing me as a play caller, play designer, that is that is somebody that's making Jared Goff do what he's doing right, right now. I wonder if there's a quarterback that that they value more than, say, a Drake May. Who would be likely be supposedly the second best quarterback? Well, maybe it's your guy at LSU. That could be Jaden Daniels. I've seen now. I'm not going to say it's just because it's LSU, but I've seen Jaden Daniels go from near the like mid pack of the board to now starting to talk about him in the top five. Top, top five, three. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder. Uh, he's not going to be for everybody just because of of his weight. He's six three. He's two hundred five pounds. He's a slight, slim guy, but man, he is a super talented guy with the ball in his hand. Sure is. Very impressive what he's been able to do. I, I just wonder if maybe we'll get let off the hook because he's been able to do it with such great um, players in Detroit. You know, you yeah. look at the line, the tight end, the quarterback can manage the game, good wide yeah. receivers. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm super creative, and we're running uh, through all these different holes because our offensive line is doing great. I think the thing that really sets the commanders part, they're going to need the quarterback, there's no question. That that offensive line though had its issues and bad. At, yeah. at, at at different times. It really, really did. We also have Mike Vrabel. He's going to fly to Charlotte for a meeting with the Panthers tomorrow after he visits with the Falcons today, according to Jeff Darlington. So his uh, coaching possibilities are starting to heat up a little bit. I know a lot of people keep asking, like, what about Mike Vrabel as defensive coordinator? I still think he's going to land one of these head coaching jobs, but it's been a little bit slow moving for him. And then the Harbaugh stuff is interesting. He was supposed to go have a second interview with Atlanta today. He's not. Uh, now, he might reschedule that interview in the future. But reports are that he apparently is going to take, we talked yesterday, the Chargers job. And he might potentially take some of his staff from Michigan with him. Yeah. So the Wolverines are in total standby mode. So if he does, he could, if he gets the Chargers job, per league source, offense coordinator could be Greg Roman. Defensive coordinator could be Jesse Mincher, who he'd take from Michigan with him. Michigan, yeah. And special teams coordinator would be Jay Harbaugh, according to Mike Garofolo. Uh, of course, that is uh, another family member there in the Harbaugh family. But Sharon Moore would be expected to replace him. Jay Harbaugh is one of the Wolverines' top recruiters on their staff. And also Minter, uh, another integral part of the Michigan coaching staff. So Michigan not only could lose their coach, but they could lose some of their best recruiters and staff to go along with Jim to the Chargers. Crazy. Yeah, that's why they're hanging on for desperation and trying to pursue any angle to keep him because they know they're probably going back to where they were before he got there. Joe Brady got the bleep can from the Packers. Uh, they played well in the two playoff games, but he's gone now. Joe so, Barry. Joe Barry. Yep. Joe Barry. Joe Barry. Excuse yep. me. Joe Barry's gone. Eagles also interviewing former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. He's making the rounds now with these interviews to be offensive coordinator. 
So uh, we, we talked a little bit about Frank Reich, maybe getting sure. that job. Sure. Uh, they're at least having a conversation there with Cliff. I mean, uh, Joe Barry, he had to go. Everybody had. I mean, there was a, a ton. There's a laundry list of quarterbacks that sort of had career days versus his defense. Um, Dak Prescott not included. But if you're Mike McCarthy, don't you give him a ring? Say, dude, can you just like. Let me know just, what the hell you did. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 did, what did you see from my offense that you were able to completely suffocate it and make it look like that cover four. it didn't belong? I think the cover four thing is a problem for Dak. I think when you when you start to play quarters coverage against him, it 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 muddies his view of the field. You know, single high stuff. He seems to he sees seams. He sees the ability of the crossers and stuff. I I just think that that when they when they drop four on him and put two in the flat, it 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 muddies that look for him, because that's that's what they played in that game, and it was a problem for Dak and I, other teams have played a combination. They've played four and six against him, where we talk about half man. Have zone, you know, with with the with that. That's another way that anybody that plays Dak, I think, tries to mess with his eyes, and I mean, mess with his eyes with the number of shirts that he sees in the secondary. I think that's the best way to play against Dak. If if you ask me, I think that's what Joe Barry would probably tell you too. I don't think he's a big cover four guy, mm. but I think he just saw other teams playing against Dak and having a little success doing it. Well, we didn't make it official today with uh, the hiring of Brian Callahan, former Bengals offensive coordinator. Titans have promoted Rand Carthon as well as long as long, well as uh, Chad Brinker. He's been promoted to president of football operations. The Titans are getting their stuff situated over there. What and was then, Carthon's title? I thought he was the GM to begin with. I think he might have been assistant, and now he's just officially the general manager. Well, so they're making. Oh, I thought he was the general they're making, manager. They're making some moves, and maybe he also got a pay raise as well. I know him and Vrabel kind of didn't see eye to eye. So like Vrabel's whole thing was I wanted him to be the assistant GM, and then oh. that was part of the reason why Vrabel got fired oh. there as well. Okay, so he's been promoted to uh, GM and executive vice president. So those are oh. his two titles now mm. for Rand Carthen. So congratulations to him. He's moving on up. We'll see how he does in the draft. They're going to need a very impressive draft. The big talk on Sunday though was of course Jason Kelsey shirtless jumping out of the suite that was a blast we got the new heights episode out today here's a brief brief clip of jason kelsey and travis talking about the celebration i'm not gonna lie i gave kylie a heads up the moment we got into the suite i said i'm <laughs> taking my shirt off and i'm jumping out of that suite and she said jason right. don't you dare it's like, hey. letting you know what's happening i'm not asking for permission i'm doing this once a kelsey man's determined there's no f- stopping him i'm not asking for permission i'm doing this travis also said tay not Taylor, but Tay, as he calls her, loved Jason. So this was yeah. He looked like the way. life of the party. He was the beast. Um, I would say as soon as he walked in and they they showed the first video of him and he was just in a t shirt. Yeah, I was like, wow, this nobody else is in just a t shirt. I know he's in a suite, but it's an open air suite. Yeah, you know he probably had that beer parka packed on by then. Already. Oh yeah. It, it, yeah, the first thing. Yeah, I, he was tailgating with Bills fans and stuff. He was out thing. there getting after. Wow. Yeah, he had on he had on like this stocking cap and a jacket. And I saw him doing shots out of a bowling ball. That's the I didn't first. See that. Yes, it was That's, the bowling ball. I didn't yeah, understand that. Yeah. What's the deal with bowling ball shots? I think they probably fill up all three holes, and you just hit them all. Hit all three of the hit all three of the uh, the, the the holes there. It's they, like a beer out of a boot. I yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just yeah. okay. So it all, but it comes out of all three holes at one time. I well, hold on. You're throwing it on your face. Yeah, I, I don't. know. Yeah, you're just exactly. You're just dousing yourself. But that, that might be a bet payoff. Okay, I think. I was gonna say because that has to be the most disgusting thing. Yeah. That you oh, can yeah. Yeah. conceivably fingers, drink fingers out of. in it. Yeah, 
Uh, that or an old gym potential shoe. Yeah, sure. Okay, so Bills fans and Eagles fans are related. Eagles fans are more toxic, obnoxious, and violent. Yes. But Bills fans are more like degenerate alcoholics and a little, creative. little dirtier. I think a little more creative. Very yeah. dirty. I think, yeah, they're creative. Very, I, mean, I think they're very creative. But it's all like sort of in the name of good fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's nothing malicious about it. But they're, they're just they're, being tacky. Yeah. Yeah, and they they definitely got a screw loose. Uh, oh, for sure. But they're they're much more lovable. I just I didn't understand. I'm glad you brought that up. The bowling ball boozing. I, yeah. I just I, it's not something I've seen before. I didn't know if that was a Buffalo thing, a Bills Mafia thing, or did somebody just randomly decide as they were loading up for the tailgate? Oh, I should bring my bowling ball. You know, just yeah. in case Jason Kelsey stops by, maybe he wants to play. I think the bowling hall of fame is actually here in Dallas. So Hell I mean, yeah. I I thought maybe that it was going to be like a that should know, be a front runners bit at yeah, the tailgate. Yeah, exactly. Hey, well, you think uh, Trayvon Diggs was out there uh, cheering on his brother, doing the same thing, yeah. shirtless, jumping up around and everything? Would we would we love him the same, you think? Dude, I'd be, oh, yeah. I'd be impressed that his ACL recovery okay, got to a you. point where he's able to jump look around. At you, look like, at you. wow, man, he's healing fast. My man had on a designer jacket, and I don't think he took that thing you off. You think the we love day. him the same? Oh, we'd love him. Absolutely. No, yeah. we okay, like, I'm just making sure. We do, we do yeah, like the, be awesome. We like the fat guy more, though. Yeah, Let's just be honest. There is something about the husky man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And alcoholism, all the alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, let's go. But if it was AB, we'd be like, oh my God, the, the yeah, CTE. That's CTE. <laughs> I, got some, I think I got some CTE news a little bit later on in the program. Perfect. It might involve Antonio Brown. Oh. It definitely involves Chandler Jones. Okay, those two. What together. if it was Dak? With the CTE news? No, I'm talking about just going up there, having a good time, doing all the shots and yeah. shirt off. You that's think we'd be question. like the week after losing in the, the playoffs? The week after losing, but yeah. hey, look, they, oh, Kelsey, what they lost? No, five no, exactly. Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent I, yeah, I, I don't think the Dak thing would go over well. I don't man. think it'd go over well either. Not at all. <laughs> Unfocused quarterback. Let's no, not. Yeah, really. what the hell? Can't, oh. can't have that. See how much that loss meant to you. Is yeah. Kelsey retired? I mean, is he done? Not officially. Unofficially, officially. Got like one foot out the door. Well, Schefter reported it, so it feels like that's. Jason Kelsey just wanted to be able to do his own rollout, retirement rollout. Yeah. But he 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 opened up his mouth a little bit. He's and not then sure. Once Schefter catches on, Schefter's like, hey, dude, I'm reporting this. This is my job. You're retired, bro. I know you don't want me to, but I am. We've got the all-rookie team that's been announced. Surprise, surprise. CJ Stroud is your quarterback. Cowboys have anybody on it? Cowboys don't have anybody on oh, this uh, rookie team. I mean, TJ Bass, I think, made a really good attempt. If he had gotten more playing time, he might have had an opportunity. <laughs> Old T-Bass. Shamir Gibbs and Bijan are your running backs. Wide receiver Jordan Addison and Puka Nakua. Tight end Sam Laporta. Center is Joe Tipman from the New York Jets. Guards are Steve Avila from the L.A. Rams. Who oh, TCU. man, I should have liked him more. How about Osiris Torrance from should've the Bills? liked him more, too. Yeah, he was there in the second round. Instead, Cowboys he's an all, he's an all He was an all-rookie rookie team member. Ouch. They could have ah. taken either one. Hey, who who who's the one, though? Ber- was it uh, Berger or something like that? Bergeron. Matthew Bergeron. Bergeron, but he's not an all-rookie guy, is he? No, he was a tackle, and uh, he did not make the first team. Dewan Jones, the Browns, and then Darnell Wright. Dewan Jones was another one of these guys that kept sliding, yeah. sliding. Yeah. Darnell Wright, we love. Defense, Will Anderson, who's now a pro bowler. He's taken Max Crosby's spot. Shout out to him. Gosh, this is making me sad. Jalen Carter, uh, Kobe Turner, defensive lineman from the Rams. You've got Jack Campbell and Ivan Pace, another one that the league looked over because yeah, he was short. Too short. Byron Young from the Rams. Corners, my dude Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon, and safeties Jordan Battle and Jair Brown uh, from the 49ers. Got that corner right. Yeah. That Porter there. And our uh, kicker didn't even make it as the all rookie team member because of Andres Carlson. Oh. And I guess because of the USFL deal, he didn't count. Okay. Well, I, Which I, I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Always, always hating on the front runners. He's a man. rookie NFL player. He should have counted. It, d- does it make you a little, does it bug you though? It's, it's kind of making me even more sad. 
So the Cowboys drafted a guy who, of course, in the first round, he's not on the all-rookie team. Mm-hmm. And, but we can't even qualify it with, but the guy that they were going to take, like that they were 50-50 on, he was a badass. They knew what they were doing with him because he made the all-rookie team. Nope. A couple other guys that they didn't want to draft there are the ones that are ultimately the all-rookie guys. Yeah. So even if they went uh, away from Ozzie Smith, they would have just gone to another guy who was at least not good enough. I don't know if he's a bust. I don't know if he's like to the Mozzie level of disappointment, but he certainly isn't as much as the other guards that were picked a few picks no. later. I remember when the Cowboys took CeeDee Lamb and Brian joined us the next day. Were you on the show officially full-time then? No, no you weren't. You no. were still a guest. Yeah. And because the draft's on Thursday, you yeah. joined us on Fridays at 1 o'clock for the longest time in the G-Back Nation. Yeah. And I remember talking to you and you said, man, this can set them up to go on a great run yeah. because they just trusted their process, let the best player come to them. Right. That run ended last yeah. April. Yeah. Where they, they got cute. They got they, cute. They paid for it in a big way. Yep. Got cute. Here's your NFL News of the Day. <clears throat> Thank you, old Chuck. Always look forward to it. Most days at 3 wow. o'clock here on the G-Back Nation. That was Brian. a good dismount. Thank but you. Last week, there was some struggle bus. I've been trying, trying yeah. to improve there. You've been calling me out. How about that guy? Like, you'd like, and he'd just stop. He'd, like, he'd yeah. say something like, and Mozzie Smith. Well, I saw the look like, and he'd stop. I was like, we're good. Let's <laughs> move on. Still sabotage it. I mean, that was a hell of a dismount. Tried. You just he had tried. to keep talking, didn't you, Brian? I did. Brian Baldinger's coming up at 4 o'clock. Uh, Eric Chiafalo has some content coming up at 340. NFL Conference Championship Facts to Know, an MVP showdown. The flawless streak, will it continue? And what about Detroit on the road? It's all coming up next right here, the G-Bag Nation on the fan. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Hope you're having a great day. Okay, um, coming up at 3.40, Eric Chiafalo is going to give you something very entertaining. I think you should stick around for it. And at 4 o'clock, Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider, who's brought you by Old Spice. He's going to rock the house, do a tremendous interview. We'll talk Cowboys. We'll talk Eagles. But we'll also talk about the conference championships. And, of course, Chief's going to probably, you know, at some point yeah. ask him some uh, some questions about his bathroom habits. There's no question. Showering? Yeah. O- Old Spice questions Old of the day. Spi- Old Spice questions I mean, we have of the to. day. Of course. There, it's, a, it's a sponsored bit here. And I think we've learned, we've grown closer. Our bonding with Baldy over the course of the last couple of weeks has just been through the roof, man. Yes. So, and our respect levels have skyrocketed for him. So shout out to Mr. Breakdown. I mean, I always thought he was just cool. He had a great name, Baldinger, you know. Mm-hmm. Good name. Uh, but it's gone next level the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Here we go to uh, CBSSports.com. 24 NFL Conference Championship game facts to know. The MVP showdown, Mahomes' flawless streak, Lions on the road. We salute Douglas Clawson uh, for the content here. And the first thing to know about this is uh, passing the torch. Either Tom or Patrick have started a conference championship game in each of the last 13 postseasons. <laughs> it's been either Tom or Pat at this level. Brady made the conference title game in eight straight seasons from 11 to 18. Mahomes' six-year streak overlapped with Brady starting in 2018. Those are the two longest streaks by quarterbacks in NFL history. Mahomes has made this round in every season as a full-time starter. I think it's clear there's one of two ways to get this done. You have quite possibly the greatest quarterback of your generation, or you build a great roster. And I think it's very notable that these are the two paths. And the Cowboys are going with neither one of them. 
You know, that's the thing that sucks. There's actually a third path, which is overpay for the rest of your roster and just sacrifice the future, which is what the Rams and the Eagles and the 49ers have have done. Um, and I'm, I'm waiting for the Cowboys to just pick one of those. There's there's four ways you can team build around a quarterback. The Cowboys happen to be stuck on the one that has proven to not get you to this point of the of the yeah, playoffs. That's true. And uh, they don't want to change, right? Oh, man. They're comfortable with the way it is. Tell and them. they have the fear from 2000 probably to 2005 or six, where they didn't have a quarterback. They don't want to go back into per- quarterback purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bobby mentioned that as, as well this morning. I, I thought that was a, a good point, Zach, to bring up. Uh, you know, and I, I think you can't be scared. Like, I agree. In, in, in investment markets, in competition, in whatever sort of industry you got, if you're playing scared, you ain't winning. Yeah, but when you know, when you when you know deep down, the only reason you've you've landed on these things throughout your time is you got lucky. Like you either had the number one overall pick, mm. or you got lucky with Romo. Mm. You got lucky with Pras- uh with Dak. Yeah. So when you know that, like man, the only time I ever get a quarterback since I had Aikman is just getting lucky because and Jerry they- will tell you that was luck too. Just oh. having the number one pick at the time Troy's coming out. No, like, for sure. Guess who will take into place. There's some level of, of luck in all of this, but, I mean, when when you can't feel like now, if you would have identified Paxton Lynch as the guy and mm-hmm. boom, here we go, or if you just would have identified Dak Prescott, we yeah. knew. We knew Dak was the guy. So when everybody thought he was a fourth rounder, we drafted him in the first. We drafted him in the second. Okay. But you're like, man, we wanted like three other – they wanted Paxton Lynch. They wanted Connor Cook. Like, okay, I guess we'll – We'll go this Prescott route, we'll and then boom, here we are. Yeah, yeah. they thought it was a long-term project. Yeah. I, I I think I remember hearing at the time they, they thought he was the equivalent of Jameel Showers. Oh, they thought they had Jameel Showers. Well, they thought that, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. That, that they've already thought Wade Wilson was the real reason why they pushed really hard for Dak. He was the one guy that... R.I.P., like, by the way. Yeah, much like Dick Rabine did, another R.I.P., that he's the guy that pushed for Tom Brady up mm. in New England. You know, sometimes... My friend John Dorsey's the one that convinced Andy Reid and them to go up in Kansas City. And what happened? John lost his job the next year. You know, I mean, there's there's guys that they, they have this vision for the players. Me personally, I think Dak has exceeded anything you ever would have believed him coming out of Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, it's just beyond anything you could ever imagine him as a quarterback. You said you're gonna have this kind of career. Yeah, it's coming out of Mississippi State. People would have gone, Really? Man, no, no, not that guy. But, but, man, he has. He's played at a super, super high level for, you know, and you talk about a little bit of a luck, but you got to have people that are willing to have that vision that kind of push things through. Second thing to know about this conference championship slate, facts to know. Lamar Jackson will win M- M- MVP this year, and Patrick Mahomes won last year, making their matchup the third between the last two MVP quarterbacks in playoff history, along with Tom versus Mahomes in 18, and Favre versus Young in 1995 oh okay yeah so uh pretty cool deal here you know you want to you want to take that and appreciate these kind of moments if you ain't first your last uh reese bobby's wisdom from talladega nights holds true in the (laughs) nfc title game jared goff first overall pick in 2016 versus brock purdy first playoff matchup in nfl history between quarterbacks drafted first and last that's amazing it's incredible that is amazing yeah mr relevant versus the first overall pick and no, Goff was thrown for dead. He was. You know? He was. That's that's another way that you should be team building. 
Like, hey, who was the guy that was drafted high? Maybe he even got a second contract and his team has decided we don't like this guy. Whether it's Geno Smith or Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, these guys are taking their team's places and they're solid. And their cap hit is somewhere between 30 and 50% of the average of the top five guys. So for like 30% of the money, I get what, 80% of the play? Isn't that how you build in the NFL? Yes. You get essentially the same play for pennies on the dollar. And what we're not doing that at quarterback. Enough teams are, aren't, and, and that's why I believe the teams that don't have Patrick Mahomes that are throwing money at a quarterback are spinning their wheels, Brian. Could we have Trey Lance? Could that be that guy? Trey Lance could be that Trey, guy. Trey absolutely could. Trey Lance could be your Jordan Love. Who knows? Yeah. But this is another reason, Brian, you've talked about that, where you shouldn't be in fear of going back into the quarterback purgatory window if you're the Cowboys, because now you have an ability to actually find some of these quarterbacks yeah. where you couldn't I, previously. Yeah, I, I trust me, back in two, the early 2000s, there's no way in hell they would ever, nobody was going to help you with a quarterback. Now you can go get Aaron Rodgers. guys. You go, you go get Hall of Fame players. And yeah. we, were, we were dealing with, you know, baseball players and stuff. Now, nowadays, man, you can... You can help your team. Last 10 years, Manning, Brady, and Rodgers all moved. Yeah. There, then there will be more yeah. uh, big players uh, move as as well. as People aren't know. afraid like they once were back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson has won four straight starts by 14-plus points. Damn. Patrick Mahomes has lost four starts by 14-plus in his entire career, 112 games. Mahomes even has more conference championship starts than he has 14-point losses. That's incredible. <laughs> Wow. Uh, this this Ravens team is special, though. I mean, the, yeah. the closer that I'm getting to this, I know we got Survivor here in a couple of days. I, I feel like just I can't I can't resist the the opportunity to pick Baltimore here. And if I'm wrong for it, then I will learn what I learned is with Tom Brady. You never you never bet against him. You never bet against the goat. I'm going to I'm going to do it one last time because I feel like Baltimore is that damn good. They are good. They are. They yeah. are. That this should be where okay, great team from top to bottom, real MVP quarterback. This is where okay, you can finally go toe to toe and unseat the goat. Yes. Uh this should be the game where it's like okay, the goat can take you so far when you run up against something like this where it's like it feels like it's one guy for the Chiefs that is really making this team, you know, masking a lot for you know, a, a, a roster versus a really, really good team, the number one defense MVP quarterback. This is where it has to end for Pat Mahomes or yeah. not because he is just a, he's he's that ridiculous. And I, mean, I don't feel got him. I don't feel comfortable. I mean, I can't pick the Ravens because I picked them last week. I don't feel comfortable either. But I, picking against Mahomes is like it, that's, yeah. that's frightening. It is very tough, and they're going to be without their All Pro guard Joe Tooney. He's officially been ruled out for the game. Mm. So that's going to be tough sledding there for Kansas City. Okay, number five, rushing title curse. McCaffrey has a chance to stop the you-can't-win-a-title-with-a-great-running-back talk. He can be the first running back to win a rushing title and make the Super Bowl since Sean Alexander in 05. The only rushing title winners to win a Super Bowl are Emmett Smith three times and Terrell Davis in 1998. Won't be easy going through Detroit. They haven't allowed a running back to rush for 70 yards in the game this year. Not even 70. Yeah. Uh, they are the first team to do this since the 49ers did it last year. That's pretty impressive. Uh, McCaffrey would also break the the high-paid running back not winning the Super Bowl streak either, right? And yes. That's been- yeah. I mean, for for well well over 10 years now, I think the the base salary of the, the Super Bowl winning team's starting running back was like two million bucks or less uh so but they're the only one that qualifies i thought detroit was that team as well because they just paid um david montgomery but his his base salary this year for the first year of the three-year deal is actually pretty low it's like it's like two million or so 
So McCaffrey and the Niners, I think, are the only team that qualify for for that particular thing. Mm. The rest of these teams are paying relatively low numbers for their running backs. Let me jump to seven and eight real quick. Uh, number seven, Mahomes, Michael Jordan impersonation. <laughs> How is he Jordan? He's ring blocking, boys. Hmm. Blocking ranks. Jordan blocked uh, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, John Stockton. Mahomes has won five straight playoff starts versus a murderer's row of Josh Allen, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. He is the first quarterback in playoff history to win five straight starts, all of them coming against quarterbacks under the age of 28. First quarterback in playoff history to win five straight starts? Wow. Okay. Uh, Debo Samuel's status is up in the air. Injured shoulder for Sunday's game. The Niners 18-1 when Brock Purdy, McCaffrey, and Debo played the entire game in the Purdy era. Two and four in all others. Wow, maybe I want to pick Detroit. See, I I, could... I did this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. You but, want... but, but, but your survivor? Uh, I, I, Detroit I, doesn't have a better chance. Of... No, I, I picked Detroit last week, so I don't think I could pick them this week, right? No. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I was wondering. I think, but we but at the, on the break this morning we had to pick the games. And I picked. Uh, you picked Detroit. I picked Baltimore and Detroit. Wow. Okay. I, oh. I think that the health of the interior offensive line of Detroit right now is the thing that's keeping me from feeling full on. I think one of the road teams will win. I. I. But I think Detroit's got. You the feel better in Detroit. They have yeah. lost eleven straight road playoff games. The Lions have. I know. That's why I'm going. Well, to, I'm the Lions blue. also uh, heard Hagee mention this earlier. The Lions are zero and thirteen in their last thirteen yeah. opportunities in San Francisco. Yeah. Like, th- let's go. That's been They're that's been a bugaboo. But let's this go. this whole season has been a you know wow. put the the. No, these are two the really bad tough, trends to rest. These for the are Lions. really these are two tough teams that are going to go at it there. You're right? picking with your heart again, Brian. Yeah. Usually I, only I, do that with the Cowboys. I, I tell you. That's what, what I love about I, you. Identified there the uh, the lines very early in this campaign. I like I'm, it. I'm not saying I want to do this, but I I will let you know that last year for for this time conference championship weekend for Survivor we drew we put all four oh, teams yeah, in a hat yeah. and we drew and so every oh, so it, it it guaranteed two payoffs. That's what we did last year. But I think who would have Philadelphia and we've matured and uh, you yeah. know we're, we're wiser now. I think that was you. Wolchuk. It might have been I was me. playing with house money last year. I'd done one payoff or two yeah. payoffs to this yeah. point. Yeah, you you now have... it's an everyday occurrence. <laughs> it, it really has been. I've done more sh- more payoffs than shows in He's recent years. <laughs> Watch me eat a bucket of nails. But wait, wait, wait. Has, have, has your has your guts started to finally get I'm, back I'm, into I'm place? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good now. Yeah. Pretty good. So he's yeah. still not even back to 100% no. since the cheese the fiasco. He tried to do the a Bangkok burger. He tried to do a pull-up the other day, and he couldn't pull himself up. You, he was so, his gut was well, I haven't been so able bad. to do a pull-up since I was 22 years Lucius old, Brian, six, so that's nothing new. Lucius did 16 of those. Just I know. Lucius, I, 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 was, gosh. I was marveling about that at one point. If I, I had saying, to hold myself on like the side of a building, hold myself in place, until I got rescued, just call over the unders am- two and a half seconds. Just call the ambulance. Yeah, and we're the, the, hammering the, that the, under the corner. Just call the corner. I'm, <laughs> I'm falling. I'm going down in the. Yeah, yeah it's Dunsky, bro. Baldy's coming up at four o'clock here in the G Bank Nation. Chia follows next. Where are you taking this? Okay, uh, I have a a multiple choice question for you. Uh, you can respond either no problem at all, kind of weird, or huge problem next year in the nation well thank you lucius say coming up at four o'clock brian baldinger our nfl odyssey insider is going to join us and talk about you know off-season stuff but these conference championships and and more that's coming up at four here's the chief okay multiple choice question here um i'm going to be open and honest about um you know something 
that I do have done. You've been uh, peeing will, on the floor will, in the bathroom. Will I knew continue it was. to do. I knew no, it. no, I can't admit to that because I'd be lying if I admitted to that. Oh. Uh, the choice is multiple choice question. Okay, this is either no problem at all. Choice A. Mm-hmm. Choice B. This is kind of weird. Okay. Or C. This is a huge problem. Uh, and I found myself at Boomer Jacks on Saturday hanging out with the bros and, and the ladies, and uh, we were watching football, and I did something that I hadn't done in a while because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't had the opportunity to. Walk to check. But in public, I was finishing the chicken off of the bone that my wife had discarded from her chicken wings. I feel that's love right there. My yeah. my wife is a disrespectful chicken wing eater. She uh-huh. will leave fifty, I would say thirty to fifty percent of the chicken on those bones. It's and actually I, quite standard. Yeah. yeah, all the all these ladies are doing this. A lot of them are. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's and even some dudes. See, and there's a lot of delicious morsels in there. Yeah, like you have get away from my Super Bowl party. Delectables, dude. Yeah. Eating the chicken wings. If Come I'm on. looking at your plate that's about to go in the trash can, and I'm still seeing 20, 30, 40, 50% chicken on these bones, with we understand the supply chain issues with these wings, how expensive they are. Yes. Like you're eating this chicken wing like it's a McNugget. Like you could just like it, just take it or leave it, throw it away. I only need one bite per wing. You're, you're, Why uh, you're are you justifying this all? Very of a disrespectful. No, there's no justification. You I are, think it's justified. I, I really think, do. I think oh, just, just, justifying my act? You know, you're justifying it right now by kind of talking. Talking about how expensive wings. Well, and I've stuff seen you. Like I mean, that. I've seen you give a little bit of case. Yeah, a little right. bit of judgment. You know, I I need to make sure I have my A game when I'm eating wings with you. And we've been to Pluckers before. I'm like, I need to make sure I clean this bone. And or else now, Eric he's is going up. to judge me. I've tightened up. Yes. Sometimes the wing is not worth finishing. Like if the skin is just like that weird rubbery. If it's oversauced, oh. I got to go in and get my hands all dirty. Try to pry out the meat. Wait. Because it's not falling apart at all. Sure. I might punt on those and just take a big old bite out of the back of the flat and call it good. Chief, are we eating like the knuckle cap and all that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I you're mean, not, no, he's not guy. eating the cartilage. Oh, he's cartilage. I'm, I'm not really like, okay, I, wait, I, I like oh, wait, the flats. Wait, 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 wait. Let, him, let him finish. Oh, I like fair. the flats over the drum because the drum is usually what has a ton mm-hmm. of the cartilage on there. Now, I will, you know, I'll mess around with it, but I would prefer to just pay the extra dollar per order of 10 wings and just all flatten this thing. The only reason to ever take that cartilage off the bone is if you've smoked the hell out of it perfectly and every bite that you've taken is the perfect combination of flavor. I, I don't think and that matters wanna... to the chieftain. No, I think it I does. I think the chieftain goes for the knuckle, knuckle cap all the time. It sounded like Sometimes just to prove a point where I'm looking at my wife and I'm no, like, no, no, like, no, 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 no. I can't I think, believe no, you're no. leaving all of this here. Watch, watch, how, watch how it's supposed to be eaten and then you just crush my the whole thing you'll scooby doo on that bone and just yeah. there's nothing left on my it. man is but taking, that's just to prove a point my man is taking the marrow out of the bones too probably it's good for you the, well, the marrow is fantastic it's delicious marrow, i love bone marrow myself where, where are we at on this lucius uh that sounds wild bro <laughs> you so, ate somebody else's like they chewed on it themselves? No, just his wife's yeah i don't care who it is you chew, they chewed <laughs> on it themselves so it was kind of cold and it was like still meaty yeah and wet yeah. Nah, fam. So like, that's, I get your reasoning. I understand all of that. Thank you. But I cannot reach over and eat somebody else's bone. So are you are you marking C on the Scantron Pause. for a huge problem or B for kind of weird? Kind of weird. Okay. I'm going to let you get away with it. Thank you. But it's definitely kind of weird. I, I can understand saying, hey, maybe. you feel different now that Lucius just told you? Uh, I will say. You, you don't trust anything that we say. 
But Lucius says something. You're like, man, maybe I'm a little I was weird. hoping I was going to have Lucius as an ally here. Okay, if I'm going to be completely yeah. Does she dip any wings, bro? She's, uh, yeah, she's probably she's probably doing a little ranch dip. Oh, man, hell no. A little. <laughs> <laughs> that adds to the disgust. I can understand if you say, hey, behind closed doors, you do your thing, but in public, like, maybe let's not it do that. It is your I can, wife, I can, Hey, bro, you a dog. You yeah. a dog for real. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I like it, man. Walchuk's in. So you're, you're saying no problem at all? Your you're going wife, choice A? Dude, you've been in way worse situations with her than finishing off her chicken wing bones. Facts. Right, you and you love her. Birth. That's the difference, yeah, that, that is true. A lot of us are married, but not in love. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some twice. But honestly, yeah. this, is, this is more the love for the wing for me than the love for even maybe my wife in this particular situation. But do you do it to, to prove a point stands. to her? Is that what you're doing? Are you when I'm eating the cartilage, yes. And yeah. I make eye contact and I make her like understand, like, this is the lengths I will go to make sure that these wings okay. are eaten the way they really What's should be. What's her reaction be? back to you as you're like... Oh, it's an eye roll and she doesn't care. No respect. Yeah. She doesn't... Yeah. I mean, she continues to do it. So, I mean, to some extent, it's more wings for me, you know? But, um, I mean, I'd prefer her just eat her wings like an adult. Protein. If we're being honest. Uh, but you haven't answered. And neither have you. Oh, I'm with, you. Huge I'm with problem. you. Now, I, I, would, I don't think I would no do, uh, I, I always, almost always do that with Abby's wings because she leaves maybe 50% or more. Okay. Right? And I've slaved over these orange magic wings to try to make them as good as possible. And she's yes. like, Dad, can I have some more wings? Yep. I'm like, you're not done with the ones that I okay, gave you. But, okay, yeah, you, you do it for your wife. How about your kids? Like, you'll finish off a... Uh, a it's kind of gross because you don't know where little, their hands have been. You, you finish off a little McDonald's cheeseburger, right? Yes. If there's no. like if there's three bites of McDonald's cheeseburger, you're you're gonna you're gonna finish that off. It's about yeah. how many bites it is anyway. Yeah. No, because with with a burger or a sandwich like that, you're holding it the whole time, so you're basically just you're eating their the wings, fingerprints. Right? You're holding the wings. I know, but oh, I, the wing meat is inside. I'm getting the I'm getting the wing meat out. No, they're touching the wing meat. <laughs> they're touching it. The hands are. Not as much as the end yeah. of the burger or sandwich. And so, you feel like saliva got you a little bit? all over it because all of your mouth is like secretions please, and everything is going crazy. Please mark this as a day I actually up. got Dawson on something. You're right. You're right. And and I'll tell you what. <laughs> I think this doesn't happen. It had to happen in four oh, years. Oh, Dawson's cornered. Here we go. <laughs> the wing quality matters. It does. You know, there oh, is something what? that is, there is something so good. He's done it. He's gotten out of the corner. <laughs> and I don't always do the orange magic this good that I would eat them after somebody. But I, I guarantee there's right, something though, you make. wing's been in the mouth there. Yeah. It's been all in the saliva is like going crazy at that point. Because okay. your nose smells and senses and everything. You're like, oh, man, this is up. Yeah. yeah. And you about to put your mouth on that afterwards? Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Okay, very good. I mean, if really it's your kid. Bro. Like, it's got to be some days. Like, man, I haven't had food in so long. <laughs> it really comes out of like a life or death situation. And that's pretty much it. Do you ask before you do it, or do you just go out on that? No, absolutely. There's no asking. At that point, once I see the discarded bones with a bunch of chicken on them, I know that that's fair game for anybody. If Joe Schmo walks by and sees those, he's got every right is to Is this more those. of a frugal thing? This or is, a you're hungry thing. Wait a minute, frugal. This is uh, this is I would say all. I don't, all I don't see him. Yeah. He doesn't waste food. We're not wasting. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't waste food. And I guess your point. When yeah. is he not hungry? Yeah. Right. I think he might have been born in the Great Depression and cryogenically frozen for eighty years, <laughs> That's and good, then good resumed point. his life because he, 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 yeah. he just ruined my two lies and a truth bit that we're going to do one of these were we days. We Oxford when Wolchuk ate the piece of pizza off the got yes. off the now, table. That was that was intense. Yeah, I did do that. That was that was a drunken, starving woolly bully, and he gets a pass for that. We were we were uh, at Toppers. We were <laughs> Toppers, at Toppers Pizza, waiting for our own. But Walchuk was like, "Why wait when I could just go grab the pizza off of this table that these schmoes just left?" It was left. a really barbaric moment for me. Yeah.
Yeah, it was brilliant. Not good. Okay, were you feeling low blood sugar a little bit? <laughs> I think I was just like, oh, Topper's no, Pizza, high alcohol blood, <laughs> uh, whatever. He was trying to get into a fight with some guy about something. It was it was crazy. Now I'm gonna quit drinking. Uh, I do wonder. Wait, let's go, go to viral. The, I, I <laughs> we we can we can actually wait for this next one. I wonder what game. Kind of weird. I vote by the way. That's okay, the you, you go vote. B. Oh, you finally get the vote in. Kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, two kind of weirds. We got a no problem old Chuck and a no problem yeah. Dawson. Problem. So, all right, that makes me feel better. <laughs> we will get to the Mavs t- uh, television broadcast. I meant to do this yesterday, but uh, I have a question for what game was Harp playing at one point during the broadcast, <laughs> and we'll get to that a little bit later on in the program. Oh. Germs are overrated. We got good skin. We got a good uh, immune yeah. system. Yeah, as you're sneezing all over the mic. Yeah, we'll fight yeah. it off pretty good. Eric been uh, six, since I've known him. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the 817. Eric, I would finish your wife's half eaten wings. Salute, 817. Wow. All righty. G Bag Nation, here we go. We got two down, three to go. Brian Balding or Odyssey oh, wow. NFL Insider joins you next right here in the nation.